The self-destruct sequence has been activated. Repeat. The self-destruct sequence has been activated. This sequence may not be aborted. All employees proceed to the emergency car at the bottom platform. Okay, we lit it just like a fuse, so no need to pick and choose. Welcome to 2020, where we do more than interviews. The hottest beat coming through, dropping knowledge on all of you. Get a beat the front of you with the truth that they offer you. Yeah, hands up, we doing it for the culture. To give artists and businesses more exposure. Keeping it real and stay solid just like a boulder. It's about to go all the way down, can get no lower. Chasing my dreams, know that they get no slower. But if I stay running, I promise they getting closer. Moreover, success, my older. And if you're sleeping on me, I'm waking them up like boulders. I told you, coming from the land with the tide roll. we'll be on the whole different vibe though we like to ride slow and keep our windows tinted so you really can see us like stevie wonder waking up with his eyes closed yeah got the kind of flow that rock the boat on my 16s a pounds of dope and if you figure you can hang with me on the mic then grab some rope matter of fact better grab some hope while you at it we keep it live it's time to tune in turn up the sound on what you're using it goes so hard i think it's bruising the show is 2020 no need to zoom in yeah That, and she she talked like an old lady when she gets to know her. She's not, she's like a seventy year old woman in a young woman's body, bro. Wow, you That's are. You're old lady. You are. That's some shit. That's how I feel. Him coughing. That's some bullshit. <laughs> Quick off the head topic, man. Uh, I gotta talk about it. I gotta get it off my chest because I'm gonna be done with it. So yesterday was my aunt's funeral. Mm-hmm. And they always talk about grieving hit everybody different. So I tried to stay busy. Take your focus off of it? Yeah. And I was productive, but I was like cracking though. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. not dealing with it, but manifesting another way. Mm-hmm. So I want to know how do y'all deal with grief? Because my instinct is to just get busy. Ooh. That is one of my coping mechanisms when it comes to grief. Mm-hmm. You stay busy, you keep your mind occupied, you will not have time to dwell on the fact, yeah, this person is gone and they're not coming back. But um, you have to deal with it eventually. <clears throat> you can only run for so long. Mm-hmm. And I remember when you told us that she had passed away and you quickly was like, but I'm good though. I'm like, yeah. Usually, when no, people say that, they're not. Though. They're not. They're not at all. But if you tell yourself that, I know psychologically, you'd be like, yeah, well, I'm gonna be good. And you yeah. know, the lie you have to tell yourself to make it through, mm-hmm. then so be it. But at some point, you're gonna have that mental, physical breakdown and just deal the with inevitable. the grief. Got right. to. Because I will admit, I went back to work way too fast after I buried my mom. I buried my mom. Two days after Thanksgiving, and that Monday I was right back at work. Oh wow! Yeah, that was I too really, fast. That was dumb. That was too fast. I I was like, okay, I was my grieving days because they gave me. Mm-hmm. I was off that those few days before Thanksgiving, and I was already scheduled off that Friday because we would. Go, I'd already plan plan that day out because that was the day that we would go out on Black Friday. We would park the car and we would all go in different directions to get the shit. <laughs> and here I am on Black Friday preparing to bury my mom the next day. Mm. So I was telling my brother earlier, <clears throat> I had this um, 
phone call for a procedure and they wanted to go over all of my information and whatnot. It says, is your emergency emergency contact still such and such? And I was like, mm. <laughs> and the lady was like, I'm sorry, what did I say? I was like, you have to forgive me. I bury my mother tomorrow. She was my emergency contact. Oh, so I guess I have to change this right now. She was like, what I had said. I was like, it's not you. I've been trying to occupy my You're brain right. all week with stuff. And that one little glitch. Yeah. And, and that's how grieving is. It can be the smallest of things that will set you off. And you have to take that moment right then and there to cry, scream, curse, sleep, take a shot, whatever you need to do to get past that particular moment. And you will have this pop up. So, and then also grief with me depends on the relationship. Thank you. That's what I was going to say. That's exactly what I was going to say. Because then there are some people that that pass away or I'm like, Mm. well, they were old. Mm. I hate to be that. No, it's, 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 two. I mean, you lived your may, life, shit. What you they, mean? They, they live yeah. two lives, two right? Because some people don't even get to see the half of it, right? right. Or, or like a like a child, like with cupcake. Shit, mm. I I thought it was like she was in my neighborhood, or she was like my niece or my own daughter. But that one, <laughs> that one hit hard with the the way that she passed away. And the fact right. that somebody wanted to cause her harm. So, yeah, it depends on the person. It depends on the relationship that you had with that particular person, how you deal with grief. A lot of people like to keep busy. Uh, people might drink. They might smoke. They just take their minds off of it. Just anything to avoid it instead of just dealing with it head on because you might not be able to function if you dwell on it. Mm. Okay. Well, what about you? I mean, I I want to tell myself like I'm. <laughs> God damn! Your turn coming. I do like to preoccupy my time, but as she said, it does depend on who the relationship was. Now, granted, I always like myself. I tell myself I'm good, but realistically, when I get to that funeral. And the hardest part for me is when you close that casket. Yes. Because I know that's my last my last yeah. time seeing you. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm walking away from the gravesite. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. that's why I didn't go to the gravesite. So it's like, I be trying to be strong for all my counterparts, my family and everything. But I'm like, yeah, at some point I probably can't. And that's why I'm glad I'm a writer because whatever I'm feeling, I just talk to my pen my pen and my pad we just we make love to one another like mm-hmm. let's go because that's all i got mm. so yeah it caught me when i was driving oh, I, it, this was uh she died sunday mm-hmm. and i what did i do i took my brother home or something I, I don't remember i know i was on the way back to the house and i was just driving and it just Oh, I know what I was doing. You you know how like you have a mental checklist of what you need to do for like the next week. And so I was like, all right, I got, I got this done, this done, this done. I got to get this off my phone, get this on the computer, get this put out. And I was like, I got to get my suit cleaned. And it that's, that's when it hit me. Because the only reason I wear that black suit is to fucking go to a funeral. And anytime, 
that's like the finality of it for me. Like most people, like you said, seeing the, the casket clothes, putting on that suit is it for me. That's when I'm like, this person's not coming back. Yeah, because I don't know. It's, it's it's a lot of different things I look at. It's walking in. It's the, I could be good. I can go to the funeral. But then when I'm walking in with that family, with family, whether it be a friend of, friend of a family or whatever, because mm-hmm. I still consider them my family, <clears throat> it's, it's tough. Cause yeah. I mean, even if you're trying to hold yourself together, it's some it's some funerals you just can't. You gotta let let that shit go. Yeah, it's I, hard. I was like going to Tessa's funeral. I was trying to console everybody around me because Kay Marie was just losing it. Tam came in; she was mm. almost on the floor. But when that and family I hate came in, like that, Jesus, and they wheel Tessa's mom in, and mm-hmm. she was crying. That hit a little different, Not my man. baby, Lord. Not my mm. baby. And that right there, me and, and DeAndre, it's I was slumped in the fucking chair. I couldn't. You could hear the pain in her voice. Ugh. Everybody in there was, ah. Yeah, we think it's hard for us to bury our parents, but imagine what your parent got to go through to bury their child. Man, knowing you haven't. No, no parent should have to bury yeah, a child. Right. Ooh. Yep. Yeah, and so tough. the killer part is, and you know this, um, another woman I consider, like, might as well say, like, a, another aunt to me, her son died, like, mm-hmm. last month. Mm-hmm. Uh, R.I.P. Michi. Um, I I had survivor's guilt for the first time because of this one. Mm-hmm. He was, I think, 25. Mm-hmm. And um, it fucked me up because... Their brother, his brother and sister, I literally grew up with. Like my mom and their parent and their mom, best friends. Right. Uh, so I was the oldest out of everybody. So I saw, I remember Dennis being a baby. I remember Courtney being a baby. And I remember them growing up and playing with me and we all go play. And I remember Michi came along and he was the new baby. And mm-hmm. eventually he got to play with us and stuff too. And so I went away to college. I came back and seeing them grown. I was excited. And, um, the last time I seen Michi was uh, I went to interview Courtney mm-hmm. at her mom's house. And that's that's like mom. Floretta, mm-hmm. I already know that's like mom. Right. So I give her a kiss. Mm-hmm. I hug Courtney, talking to Courtney, and in walk Michi. And this nigga taller than me now. <laughs> I'm like, nigga. <laughs> so I hug him. Like, I, I I don't even think the, you know how, like, you got to be manly. So you had to shake mm-hmm. hands. I ain't even do that. I just went straight for the hug. Aww. I was just glad to see him. Yeah. And then I was sitting on the couch. My mom texted me, said Demetrius died. And I was just like, nah, I'd have to go first before that kid. Mm. Like, I, I had to wrestle with that. And I think it's always hard. It's the ones you don't expect. Yeah, man. When you don't expect kid. those, that hurts you the most, I feel he, like. He was sweet. He mm. was a, a sweet dude. Like, he, he was nice and, and just smiling every time I seen him. And... Just to, to get that text message, man. And, like, this this last year has really showed me that it's, no matter how much we try to have fun and stuff, there's always a clock in the background ticking down. Mm-hmm. And, like, some people get scared of that. Some people deviate from that. That shit make me, like, grind. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, okay, yeah, I got three quarters left in the game. I got shit mm-hmm. rolling. So, Yeah. That's that's what it's been like. So I was telling you, Ray, in the car, 
I'm seen as like the strong, uh, responsible one. You know what I'm saying? And I, I get that. You know, but I'm like, fuck, why me? Why can't I be the one that's weak yeah. and crying and somebody rub me on the like back? be like everybody else. Yeah, <laughs> man. Like that shit rough. Damn like work. Somebody rub me on the fucking back and tell me it's all going to be all right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's part of being an adult. And uh, a guy I called my dad, my best friend's dad, told me this when I went to go see him. I went to Huntsville for Christmas. Y'all know this. Yeah. Um, He said, because the way he became an adult, this is how he told me. He knew he was an adult because he was 19 and his dad died. And he said that forced him into adulthood. He said that door shut and I couldn't go back to being a child. Yeah. And that's literally what it's like. It was like, nigga, I was just 20 something. Like it feels like yesterday, Mm -hmm. but now I'm about to be 33 and it's like, damn, I am the generation that has to take care of business now. You know what I'm saying? Like all the OGs is leaving, you know what I'm saying? So I guess I got to, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, that's that's me on my rant. What about you, Black? My bad, I'm talking a lot. That's good. So. Um, for me, it's kind of different. Because um, for me, like, I'm always like, every day I'm conscious of today could be that last day. I've, I've kind of been like that for a while. Mm-hmm. And it comes from living in the, it comes from living in the moment. Yeah. Because because uh, you might lose somebody unexpectedly, right? Yeah. So for me, so for me, the whole funeral process, I'm done away at that point because that is, that's not even a person anymore for me. Mm-hmm. I agree. Right? So, so, so with that being said, I'm always going in the days of our relationship because that's how I understand relationships are important. So that's why, uh, that's why I just kind of remember the relationship. You know what I'm saying? And so that way, when that person isn't there. Similar to, I might not even talk to that person in a year. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But that don't mean they're absent from me. Right. So it's kind of like the same thing for me. So same thing for me. Now, I'm also kind of spoiled in the sense that I grew up that I didn't have a lot of unexpected deaths. And then when we did, it was the OGs and things went in this proper order as you would think it would. Yeah. Um, how life would dictate, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, I've kind of had a time to have a process you know what i'm saying so so for me and then and so like for people that's close to me like my grandma or my mom or my dad or my sister or whatever already in my mind know how I, i'm going to take that right no you know what i'm saying if that ever happened to me so for me i'm just going to sit there and just uh kind of like go through the grieving process if it happens if something happens i allow myself to have the emotion feel the emotion but don't dwell in the emotion. Like, if I'm really feeling fucked up about it, I'm just going to be like, I'm fucked up about it. And just go through the emotion. Just go through the emotion. Just go through it. And then, and hopefully in my mind, I'm just going to tell myself, hey, don't keep going through this too long because it will manifest into something else. So feel the emotion, go through it, or whatever. So I'm coming from paper, all that sounds good, what I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm. And then, boom, Kobe Bryant dies, right? Thank you, I showed you. And then that, show, and that shows you, like, you could think things go in its proper order. Like my dad say, the leaning tree ain't always the first to fall, right? Mm, so I, I like so that. Boom, that also, so that always let me know, boom, okay, cool. You know what? The relationships that you kind of like was in, put more into that, you know what I'm saying? Mm. You never know when you might lose that person. And then you never know how you're going to react until it actually happens. 
So that's why I just allow myself that time to just go through that. Now, as far as going through the casket and all that other stuff, my mind is so gone at that point about it. I kind of feel like I, I've already played it out in my mind. So, but I had big experiences like my parent died. I don't know how how that would be how that worked. I had that conversation with my dad because I told people I told him I was like, you know what, my dad died. I'm not going to no funeral. Like, when am I going to that school? So then I asked him though why he was alive. So I was like, hey, so. Would you feel like that was disrespectful? Because I would hate for people to try to tell me, your dad would have wanted you to come. I'd be like, the hell he did. He told me he was good. But that ain't what he told me, though. But what he told me was, like, you, it's bigger than you. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's for the people around you might need that strength, that, 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 X, Y, Z, the third. I got it. So at that, that moment, makes sense. I already processed in my mind, okay, when that happened, if it was to happen before me, I already have a process in place. You feel me? And then I kind of just work at it that way because I'm the type of person I can do a lot before this situation happens, but once that happens, I don't, I don't know how to respond. So I try to do a lot of prevention, prevention so to speak. Mm. Good point. Makes sense, bro. Mm-hmm. Deep thinking. I didn't even think about that because I've been on that selfish shit where, like, I don't even physically go into the church. I've actually hung outside. Because I can't do it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. I'm like that by nature, too, though. <laughs> like I said, it all depends on who it is, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Who it is. And, 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 and if your relationship with the person that passed, that would be cool, then shoot, do that. Fuck with everybody else thinking about it. Forget all that. Yeah. Forget it. All right. Man, I needed that. Thank you. Oh, Thank shit. You. <laughs> yeah, man. It was just... It just sucks. I don't know. It's, 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 it, the whole day has a different tone, man. Waking up and like the whole time. And like the funeral was kind of late. The funeral was at two. Ooh. I'm used, yeah, nigga. So I'm used to it being at like so 10 or 11. The process. You prolong yeah. the process. I'm sitting there that morning like. Shit, by two, we, we, we fucked up by two. Thank you. Because <laughs> that's what I'm used to. That's what I'm used to. And like, I'm, I'm just sitting here just waiting. Cause like, it's like nine. It's too early to get dressed. You know what I'm saying? All my yeah. clothes and stuff is already. Yeah. I'm just thinking. And now I just got to get up and do something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, 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 yeah. It's too much. So. That's deep, though. That's deep because I have a, like, I got to go to a funeral Saturday. One of my first cousins just died. And what's funny about that, for you, even lack of a, a sense of word, is like, like the prior week, like let's say two weeks ago, my cousin house burned down, like, right? They woke up and had to go, like, everybody got out safe, right? Got out Thank blood, God. All that house burned all the way down, right? They moved over to a newer to a new house temporarily, so they build that one. Then my little cousin dies, right? In the sleep, right? Mm-hmm. So we have a funeral, this funeral is Saturday, right? And what my mind is, I'm listening to you guys through, like, the whole thing, like, about the stew, uh, the closing of the casket. All that stuff does mean something to somebody. It might have little... Uh, whatever to me personally, but I'm just saying, oh, that means something to somebody. So I'm like thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, so how do I approach this funeral coming up? As I do any of them, like I said, it, it really is like a brainless thing to me. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, imagine putting on a suit and that suit puts you in a place mm-hmm. because of the experience you attach to it. Yep. And that's something that you don't want to do, but at the same time, you do it. So, like, I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to feel what y'all are saying in that because, like I said, I look at it different. 
You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying what y'all are doing is wrong at all. I'm just saying like, yeah. what does that do to the psyche of that person? You know what I'm saying? I fucking hate suits. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> I hate them, dog. I absolutely hate them, bro. Like, um, because of that reason only. Right. And I know I'm going to get past right. it at some point, hopefully. You know what I'm saying? Because I did get a lot of compliments. Yeah. Oh, you look nice in the suits. I'm like, yeah, you know. Looks, I can clean up when I want to. That's you know? right. That's right. You know, but. Yeah, it was like Thank you, bro. Thank you. Thank you. It's just, you know. Yeah. You You want it to be for much better, brighter. Yeah, I like to get dressed for something. Yeah. So what you do is you so what we gotta do is do some good things in suits too there. Right. So therefore you gotta take your mind off of that. Yeah. Yeah, because balls, you gotta wear one. Wedding, you gotta wear one. Or we just have a 2020 podcast formal night out. Right. Mm. Balling. I love that shit. Can I get a Ooh. cane? So I'm Hell yeah, and a top hat if you want yeah. to. Go yes. to two or something. Just tip my hat to. Coming me, Looking like <laughs> oh, Mr. Peanut Face. Right. Ass. right. Monopoly man. Give me a little monocle in this bitch. <laughs> a little watch on the chain. You I know, know right? Saying? Old pocket watch. Yeah. Do they still make those? Hell yeah. But no, you you right, bro. And the funny thing is, it's like I went to church today and uh, the message was abundance. Like asking God for more than enough. And if we tend to think too small. And there's a reason that he wants you to to be abundant. It's to when you're abundant and you have more than you need, it's not a problem for you to help somebody else. Mm, that's I find that's that funny because I, I don't get to go to church, but like um, I watched this guy named um, Michael Todd. This like, guy named Michael Todd, <laughs> nigga, I fucks with Michael. So Todd, that's nigga. that's that's ironic because he was just like he was just saying the same thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah he was just he was kind of just discussing that same thing last week. That's crazy. And I, I haven't watched. I, I'm more of a Stephen Furtick guy, but Michael Todd, you know, they they collab. A lot. I think I just I don't know. It's I I I met him through one of my coworkers or whatever. Like she was telling me to like watch it because she's like, can yeah. this somebody your age? Like I think you would yeah. watch it. And I was like, mm. you know, I have my speculations on that because it's kind of like you my age, okay? What you gonna do to keep my attention? Exactly. But then at the same time, he ain't have to do much. Yeah. Because it's like he he's speaking the real message. right. Yeah. So thing is. I'm almost looking at them like, y'all need me taking me some notes on this shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute, like, wait, that. am I doing? Am I? Damn, I'm, I'm guilty of that. So you know. You know what? How how many of y'all have a vision board? I don't. I don't have one, but I've been wanting to create one, Bro, and I just don't know where to start. Brother. I want one so bad. I'm a living testament, bro. I'm a living testament. I have two. I have one in my closet that's stri- strictly for me spiritually. And one out here for the mm-hmm. podcast is something about. You shut your mouth, sir. Shut the closet. You closet. was not finna Gail King me. Somebody shut in the closet. But yeah, um, this is what I'll do for y'all. And, and don't worry about cost because this shit costs nothing. I'm going to buy y'all a dry erase wall wrapper like I got. It's cheap. Just peel it off, put it on your wall, get you a dry erase marker. They are dollar at the Dollar Tree. Mm-hmm. And I swear to God, just write a couple things you want to do on it. Mm-hmm. And it's, and put it somewhere where you're going to see it every day. Right. Dog, it works. It will bother you until you do it. Gotcha. 
Yeah, I'm already feeling it. I'm feeling it. I'm so crazy. I got my vision board in my head so cold. But the thing about <laughs> it is, it's got, you got to have a visual manifestation of it as well, right? Yeah. So I feel you on that because I was just talking to somebody yesterday about it. They just did one. And I was like, you know, I haven't done one since like the fifth grade or whatever. And they was like, oh, well, at least you've ever done one. This is the first time I've done it. Mm. Like, this person is like a whole adult, right? So I'm like, okay, cool. I was like, I have one in my mind because I see it. I can see it right now as I'm talking to y'all, right? Mm-hmm. But the thing about it is, I have to have it like a physical manifestation. So, so I will do that. And I think we should just do one collectively as a group too. Thank you. I was just gonna say that too. Like a group mm-hmm. um, vision board, right? I think yeah. that'd be dope. Because we can bounce ideas off of one another, and you never know. Somebody can say something and then give somebody else life too. Mm-hmm. So we speaking into an existence. All right, I'm with it. Um, yeah, all right. Yeah, but yeah, it, it worked wonders for me, man. And it, it holds you accountable, like in your own way. Like you were just talking about that. You were just saying you want to hold yourself accountable. Vision board. Because you, you will look at it and you'll be like, fuck, I ain't did that. Uh-huh. Fuck, I ain't did it. Man, you know what? Remember I told you that. We had that discussion before. Like, when you don't plan for something and God has something, you know what I'm saying, in, in, in design for you. And I'm like, oh, I never would have thought I would have did an interview with you. So mm-hmm. I look at that and I say, if that wasn't planned. So imagine if I actually wrote mm-hmm. my goals out, what I wanted to accomplish. We can really make something happen. So I was like, and that was my whole goal for 2020. And people, I think I kind of lost some people. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I know what I want to do 2020. And I'm like, if you want to do, I don't want to be tied to shit that ain't trying to prosper. I'm yes. sorry. I don't. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you can't be mad. I mean, you can, but technically you got to feel where I'm coming from. Like, we, if we not... We ain't moving, and we just stagnant. No, thank you. I'm good. We didn't did that enough. So that's saying I'm kind of just like you hear me saying thank you, thank you, because I've been saying that to people. I'm like, finally somebody get it. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, um, I think that'd be kind of cool to do it as a group. Yeah, I'm about to say because. yeah, because it's important because the thing about the vision board is great. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people make vision boards on a daily, right? Mm-hmm. But the thing about it is how do you turn that vision into your reality, right? Right. That's the whole thing. And that's the thing she was talking about, right? And it all starts with a plan, right? People say they got a plan, but you ain't got no plan if it ain't right now. That's true. Exactly. Straight up. That is you true. Can, you can, you can, and I, I, I've accomplished a lot without writing certain shit down, and I just know that I can't take it to the next level until I write it down. 